I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're nutrition-minded. Hey friends, we're back. Okay, last week we talked about the goal ladder and how to see what might go wrong in advance when you're trying to change your eating habits so you can prevent or create a plan to prevent it. But this week we want to talk about your mindset when it all goes wrong anyways, because it's going to, we're human. Um, Heather had a conversation with a friend this morning about this very topic. Oh yeah, it was great. So hi friends. Um, I'm glad to be back. Um, so this morning I was talking with a friend of mine and she had the best comment I think I've heard in a while, but I think it's relatable for most of us. She said, I'm one bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream bowl away from the next one. (laughs) And I was like, yes, yes. Because everybody at some point feels uncontrollable around around something around right. some food or some something and I feel like that goes to the mindset of messing up like you feel like that second bowl is the mistake yeah yeah so what we wanted to talk to you about today were some tools that you can have and that you can use because no matter how strict you are you're going to mess up. You're human. Like everybody and goes off their plan. And going something at you right. at some point in time right. that knocks you off your game. Right. And even though last week we talked about like, let's brainstorm in advance what might go wrong. Stuff still goes wrong that you can't see coming. And so, and maybe you just feel like, I mean, maybe you're somewhere and they have something amazing and you're like, gosh, it's on my food plan for today. And you go ahead and have some, and then you have another one. And then you're like, oh, forget it. Like, what we want to teach you is how to not say, oh, forget it. Or when you get to the, oh, forget it, what to do then. Right. So, okay. So one of the things we wanted to talk about was having intentional thoughts in your back pocket. Um, and we were talking about this in terms of, Heather says a lot of her clients give food moral values. Yes. You want to tell us what that means? So there's the thought of messing up in particular this is a mistake this is this food is bad Mm -hmm. so take the bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream right that is sometimes quote unquote a treat a reward or a mistake it's bad for me I shouldn't be eating this Um, it's indulgent Mm -hmm. those all of those thoughts provide a moral value to the food itself Mm -hmm. and knowing that the food is if we were to apply the model, the food is a circumstance. Right. It's neutral. It's, it's ice cream. It's completely neutral. It's just ice cream. It has no moral value. Right. Like you can't, I mean, I guess you could get somebody to bless it, but that wouldn't occur to me, but, but you could. Yeah. We could, I mean, we could make it holy right. ice cream. But even I guess. Then that's still a thought. But, I mean, if you really want to get down right, to it, right. it has no moral value. It right. is neither good nor bad. Right. Now, there are foods that provide your cells better nutrients than others. And there are foods that are more nutritious than others. And maybe homemade bluebell ice or bluebell, bluebell homemade ice cream isn't so nutritious, but it still 
has no moral value. Right. It's and just I a food. think when we apply that moral value, that's where we get the feeling of I made a mistake. I messed up. This is wrong. This is bad. And, you know, sometimes it's not even the food itself. Like the food industry is really good, really good at marketing to us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the marketing and sometimes it's the chemicals it's in the, the additives, food. right? Yeah. There are several additives that they will put into something to make you want, want more it of again. it. They like, need you to buy it right? more. Because that's how they make money. That's how they make money. Yeah. And so, it's not broccoli that they no, do this to. It's no. like Doritos and Pepsi. And I mean, you know, not to harp on Doritos or Pepsi, but you know, Chips Ahoy, really any processed food, the more ingredients it has in it, the longer the ingredient label is, the higher the chance that you are eating, you know, artificially prepared, like chemicals that were made in a lab that are put into the food so that you will literally eat more of it. Right. Yeah. So it keeps you coming back. So a lot of times it's not even, it. it's biological. It's yeah. not even your fault. Right. It's unintentional. Right. So talking about intentional and unintentional, when we talk about moral value of food, that's optional. Mm-hmm. I mean, the circumstance, the, the thing is, it's just ice cream. That's a neutral thing is that you ate a bowl of ice cream. So your unintentional model might be, I'm so bad because I just can't stop. Mm-hmm. Like I have no control. I have no control. What's the point? I should just give up. I'm a loser. Like, I mean, your brain can honestly get spiral. all the way down that spiral with you not even being aware of it. That's the other thing. It's like when I teach people or, and when people become aware of how their brains work, like you can actually catch yourself in a thought spiral and go, oh my gosh, like my brain just ran off and yes. is down this, you know, dark rabbit hole of I'm never, ever going to succeed at anything because I've had a bowl of yeah. ice cream. Diet, just, diets never work, right. which they don't. I, I agree with that. But I can never do this. I'll yeah. never do this. I'll never be successful. I'll right. never reach my goal. I'll never. And that's where you go when you make a mistake is down the rabbit hole. Right. So what one um, tool that we want to offer is to have an intentional thought in your back pocket. Something like whatever the food is that you just ate a lot of, your thought could be, it's just ice cream. Because when you're thinking it's just ice cream. I mean, how does that make you feel like neutral? I mean, it's just, okay, it is. It's just ice cream. It's a neutral thing. If you're thinking I can't stop when I eat ice cream and I'm never going to lose weight or I'm never going to get healthy, then you start to feel bad about yourself. You start to feel depressed. You might feel sad. You might feel embarrassed. Yeah. Defeated's a big one. I mean, so you can choose. I mean, you can choose to allow your brain to have those thoughts, or you could say, catch yourself and go, it's just ice cream. Because then you're not going to go down that thought spiral and have all those looping thoughts and you can interrupt that. And so the next thing we talked about is having a ladder thought. Some people will not be able to believe that it's just ice cream. They're going to be like, Okay, it's ice cream, but yeah, but yeah, it's the yeah, but <laughs> yeah, famous yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> so if that's you, if you're like, okay, it is just ice cream, but then a ladder thought might be helpful. What a ladder thought is, is a thought that will help you get closer to believing a thought in an intentional model that will help you to have a positive outcome. So a step, just right. take a step, a baby step. Don't, yeah. So some ladder thoughts might be. Other people eat ice cream and they are able to get back on their food plan. Other people eat ice cream and they are not bad. Other people don't think a bowl of ice cream ruins their lives. What if it's not a mistake? Right. That's another ladder thought. 
but you have to put the other people thing in. Okay. That's what makes it the latter thought is that other people might not see this as a mistake. Okay. So this is good. I didn't realize that a latter thought had to be other people. It doesn't have to be, but if you're really struggling with not believing the intentional thought with the, it's just ice cream thought, then if your brain starts with other people and you may go really quickly to the, what if it's not a mistake, but if you were to think, okay, other people might not think this is a mistake. Yeah. I totally believe that. Okay. Next baby step. Maybe I can believe that this isn't a mistake. Okay. Okay. That's a different thought completely than it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. Right. Cause right. Your, your brain's like, nope, not going there. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe Yeah. Your that. brain's like, yeah, but. But if you start really slow and low, like an exercise program, for instance, so you don't kill yourself, you know, other people might think this. And then if you really believe that, maybe I can learn to believe. I mean, maybe I believe, maybe I can believe, maybe I can learn to believe like they're all. Maybe it's okay for me too. Degrees, okay. right. Of separation so that you can find something believable. Cause here's the trick. Once you have done that, maybe other people can do this. Then you think maybe I can too. Yeah. Like how can I too? And without even realizing it, your brain is going to start to look for evidence that you can too. So at one point you said, you said, get curious. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. I find myself reminding myself of that right. also because I do have a hard time going from yes. one because, yeah. because all or nothing I'm, thinking. I'm a skeptic. Yes. Yeah. I like to have all the data, all the facts. Yeah. I want and when I'm trying to change my thought process, my brain goes, eh. But right. right? We've right. talked about this. That's kind of my, my thing, my gabbits. But um I, I find that if I'm curious, uh -huh. if I'm asking myself, well, why do I think that? Right. Why, what led me here? Or where is my evidence? Or where is my evidence to the contrary? Exactly. That's a big one. How could the other person be right? How could yeah. the other mindset be right? How could the other thought be right? Because then your brain starts to look for evidence to support that. And again, you may not believe it at that point, but you're simply opening up your brain to look for data that it has not been already programmed to look for. Just kind of a redirect. Like, right. let's question this a little bit right. and redirect a little bit right. until we believe it. Right. And to figure out why we're doing what we're doing. Like, what are we getting from that? Because if you're, if you are just determined that every time you eat off plan, that it's over with and that you're bad, um, that's what's going to happen every time you eat off plan. I mean, it's going to be over and you're going to be bad. But if you just think to yourself, maybe, I, maybe I'm not like, maybe other people do this and they get back onto their plan or, you know, I'm human. I have a human brain. Maybe it's not my fault. Yeah, maybe it's maybe Bluebell adds BHQT yeah, or whatever yeah. the, I can't remember the name of the chemical or the um, acronym for it because it's got 78 letters, but yeah. So just looking for just little things, just start chipping away at the negative thought that's not serving you. Um, so that's our second tool. Did we have a third one? And found, yes. Okay. So some other tools um, not to do with the models are removing the moral value of the food. So trying to not say this food is good and this food is bad. And I know we're kind of socialized to say that, and especially for women, diet culture, and it's, yeah. you know, um, it's just a thing. But maybe instead of saying this food is bad and this food is good, we can say this food provides nourishment for my cells 
And this doesn't, Yeah, you know, also another thing we can do is stop rewarding ourselves and punishing ourselves with food. Mm -hmm. So I had a really great workout this morning. I deserve Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I had a really hard day today. I deserve. No, what you deserve is to treat yourself right because you had a hard day. Right. You know, you deserve you deserve to do things good for your body. And I just said the word good, Um, but you deserve a non-punishment type of reward. And if you're putting a moral value on the foods, then ultimately the reward becomes the punishment because the next day you're going to punish yourself for what you rewarded yourself with. Right. Yeah. That's a cycle. That's a vicious cycle. So if we can remove the moral value of food and then another tool is to sit with that feeling before you have the second bowl of ice cream. Oh yeah. We were talking about that instead of, because I'm guilty of this. I love the French vanilla. Um, I love French vanilla ice cream. So I'll have a small bowl of it. And then I'm like, gosh, I really want some more. It of that. tastes so good. It tasted so good. Yeah. But if I'm like, I'm gonna go fold some laundry first, or I'm gonna go take off my makeup, or I like go and do something, and then I think, and if I still want it, then I'll have it. So my brain's already satisfied. Like there's no, 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 no. My brain's not going, don't go fold the laundry. The ice cream's right here. Yeah. Like it's already just on the counter. This, just eat the yeah. You're just telling your brain, no, I'm just going to go do this. And if I still want it, then I'll come back. So your brain's like, oh, fine. So it's permission. Right. And you can kind of dismiss yourself from Exactly. It. So then I go do the thing that I decided I was going to do. And often more times than not, I'll come back and I'll go, you know, I don't really want that ice cream yeah. now. Like, but if I do really want that ice cream, I have another small serving of it because I'm like, I gave myself the opportunity to not have it. Like, do I really want it or am I just doing it because it tastes really good? So, and then I don't feel bad about it either. Right. So, and if it, as it applies to food plans and your new year's resolutions or goals, be it a yearly goal or a new year's goal or whatever it is, as it applies to that, you know, you can just remind yourself that it's not going to serve me in the, towards my goal. It's not going to serve me. It's not going to benefit my goal to sabotage myself basically. So, you know, maybe that's a thought interruption. I don't know, but just kind of talking yourself off of that ledge of that second bowl might be sabotage. Where is it going to serve me? What, you know, and like I said, sit with it, ask yourself, or like you said, we talked about earlier, get curious, mm-hmm. you know, do you really want right. that? Just asking that or, oftentimes, right. Do am I really hungry for this or am I just having this because it tastes good? Yeah. I is, mean, is this what I want because yeah. it serves me or is this what I want because it just tastes good and there's lots of chemicals in there that makes it taste yeah. even better. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know, like don't let those chemicals have the power over your biology, you know? Yeah. All right. Was that it? Did we have Um, any other tools? So we did talk about an intentional model and versus intentional model, right? Yes. And the latter thoughts. Um, So that's it. Those are your tools. Use your latter thoughts and remove the moral value and sit with the feeling before you have your next Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. All right. Well, that's it. And listen, we keep forgetting to bring this up, but if y'all have questions, send us a DM on Instagram or you can send at at nutrition minded. That's our handle on Insta. Um, You can also email me directly if you want to info at the life coach which is just T H E L I F E C O A C H M D.com. 
And then do you want to do your email? Yeah, too? mine is just heather at completelywell.com and completely is spelled C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T-L-Y, well.com. All right. Very good. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.